welcome to the first episode of Let's Talk About Leadership, Sisterhood, and Service. I'm your facilitator, Colleen Weaver. Today's hosts are Cameron and Brianna, members of the California Rainbow State Public Relations Team. We're sponsored by California Rainbow, and we'll tell you more about Rainbow at the end of the show. Today, we're discussing motivation, how to find it and keep it. Our guest today is Maria Washington, a majority rainbow girl who served California Rainbow as brand recorder and representative to Maryland and West Virginia and grand patriotism in 2009 and 2010. She currently volunteers on the Unity Assembly Advisory Board as well. She holds the distinction of having double master's degrees in counseling and forensic psychology. She's an associate marriage and family therapist and works as a school-based mental health counselor. Girls, I'm going to turn it over to you now, and let's get to the interview. Brianna, I believe you have our first question. What are some tips of, for finding motivation when you're feeling down? So my first tip for that would be to define what feeling down is. Um, feeling down could mean feeling sad, anxious, overwhelmed, unmotivated, confused, all of these emotions can fit under the umbrella of feeling down. So my first tip would be to identify what emotion it is you are feeling. Um, my next tip would be to, once you've identified that emotion, to accept that emotion. Um, it's okay to feel any emotion that you're feeling. There are no bad feelings. All of them are valid and they are there to give you information about what your needs are and if something's not being met. Um, often we get stuck in an emotion because we're trying to fight that feeling and we're in a battle with ourselves because we don't want to feel a certain way. But once we're able to accept that it's okay what, to feel what we're feeling and we understand that we won't feel like that forever and we kind of ride it out, ride out the wave and move on. Um, my next tip would be to utilize your coping skills. Uh, do you girls know what coping skills are? Yes. Yeah. What are some examples of some coping skills that you use? Okay. So for me, I personally like talking with my friends and my family because they usually tell me when I need to freak out about things because I freak out way too much. So I would definitely say relying on like others for like emotional support and like just supporting me. Brianna, what about you? Um, I listen to music a lot and I feel like sometimes I relate to the music. Uh, I usually talk to my friends, but I mainly talk to my mom. So it seems like both of you kind of, you use the coping skill of seeking out, um, your, uh, social connections to help deal with the emotions that you're experiencing or the stressors that you're going through. And, um, social connections are definitely a really good coping skill to utilize. Um, some others that are really good suggestions that you can use, um, can be just like taking a break from whatever activity is causing you to feel stressed or overwhelmed. Um, set a timer for like five minutes, go do a completely different activity and then come back to what you're doing with kind of like a refreshed, refreshed motivation. Can also uh, do a mindfulness activity. I'm a, I love mindfulness. I'm a big fan of all mindfulness, everything. Um, like if you have, there's a lot of apps for mindfulness that you can utilize that can help you um, deal with the stressors that are in our everyday lives. Um, other coping skills can be going for a walk, uh, doing some exercise, coloring. I know Cameron likes coloring. Um, and another 
big coping skill is kind of taking a self inventory of when was the last time you drank some water? When it was the last time you had a healthy snack or a healthy meal? How many hours of sleep did you get last night? And then to make an effort to, to do those things. Um, those are all coping skills that we can use to deal with some of our stressors um, when we're feeling down. And if we can help address some of those stressors, it could bring some of our motivation back. Cameron, I think you have the next question. Yes. So how would you say COVID has affected our motivation? So, um, well, how well, I'm going to answer that question by asking a question to both of you again is, how do you think COVID has affected your individual motivations? Um, so COVID kind of hit my family really hard. Um you know, like not seeing people, not having that happiness and joy. So it kind of like brought more sadness, um, some like different thoughts to my head that most people shouldn't think of. And I actually wrote a blog about it and it went really good. And so it's kind of like affected me a lot. So I would say that I have definitely lost the majority of my motivation throughout COVID from staying in my pajamas all day and obviously not going to class because it's on Zoom. So you kind of just lay in bed and watch your classes. So I definitely feel nowadays that things are starting to like regain normalcy or whatever we consider normal. It's definitely hard to find the motivation to physically get up and get dressed, and go to class, be a functioning human in society. It is definitely harder. Definitely hear that. Going through COVID has been this collective experience that we've all um, experienced together, and it has been traumatizing for a lot of people. And some of the common effects of experiencing a trauma are feelings of exhaustion, confusion, sadness, anxiety, and irritability. So if you're feeling any of these, know that it is an extremely normal and understandable response to experiencing any form of a trauma. And all of these emotions can affect our motivation and our ability to find the drive to do activities that we need to do, enjoy to do, once enjoyed to do. Brianna, what obstacles will sabotage our motivation and how can we avoid them? So it can be tricky to avoid obstacles. There are a lot of obstacles in our lives that are unavoidable. So what we really should be kind of thinking of like, how can we work through or cope with the obstacles that we have to confront on a day-to-day basis? Um, so essentially anything can be an obstacle. Um, not getting enough sleep, not eating nutritious meals, not drinking enough water. These are all barriers to having the mental and physical energy that fuels our motivation. Another obstacle um, that we can that can affect our motivation can be not having a schedule for your day. Um, now, I'm not th- saying a schedule like at 9 a.m. I'm going to have cereal and at 9.30 I'm going to wash the bowl, right? It can just be a list of things, activities, um, a list of items that you want to accomplish for that day, and then have your top priorities. So if you have a list of seven things, take three of those things that are must complete priorities for the day. And then um, do your best to accomplish all the things on that list. And 
if you don't accomplish all of them, you can move some to the next day, but make sure you accomplish those things that were on your top priority. Um, having it laid out like that, one, it can give you like evidence that you've done a lot of the things over a period of time. And a visual representation of all the things you've accomplished can definitely um, influence our motivation. Cameron, I believe you have the next question. Yes. Where could I find support for my motivation? Okay. Well, there are a lot of areas of support in your life that you can utilize to help with your motivation. The first ones is definitely your families. Your family system is a wonderful source um, for support for your motivation, for whatever it is you need to get done, whatever goal it is you want to accomplish. You can talk with your parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, siblings. Um, I definitely recommend utilizing those members of your family system who are a little bit older than we are just because they've been doing life a little bit longer than we have. And they might have some tips and tricks to how to get through this thing that we call life. So definitely want to utilize the knowledge and wisdom that our um, adults have. Um, another amazing um, uh, source of support is our social networks. Um, one of my favorite things about Rainbow is that we are constantly able to tap into this network of amazing people of all ages to help us. Um, if you're struggling with schoolwork or homework, reach out to a Rainbow sister. They might be struggling with homework also, and you can find motivation in helping each other to um, do whatever work it is you need to get done. Our social networks are a great source of accountability and a great motivator for our individual successes. Um, all through grad school, I had a group of five really close classmates, and we made a library schedule, schedule where at least two Saturdays of the month, sometimes more, we would meet at the library and book a study room from like 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And we would each share what our top priorities were that we wanted to get done by writing them on the whiteboard behind us. Uh, and when we complete a task, we would cross it off and we would celebrate each, all of each other's accomplishments throughout the day. And we would have snacks and take study breaks and listen to music. And I got more done during those six hours each Saturday than I did sometimes during the entire week. So utilize your social networks to your benefit and use an for that accountability factor to help us, you know, gain some motivation to get whatever it is we need done, whether it's schoolwork or personal or anything. Another area where you can find support for your motivation is to seek out some, any form of counseling or therapy if you think that you could benefit from it. It has definitely benefited me personally and being in the field um, and providing it for others has brought a lot of joy into my life. So go for it. Um, also, because your therapist is there to offer unconditional acceptance and support and will always be one of your biggest cheerleaders if that's the kind of support you need. So definitely you can find a therapist as a good motivator as well. Okay. All right, Brianna, you have the next one. Okay. Um, I do have a question about that though so. oh yes questions are wonderful um, on the fly so like, i got this so like how would you find motivation to like work out say find motivation to work out yeah okay so first 
Um, what is kind of like your, your goal? Like you say you want to work out, but what's your actual goal? Um, probably just to like get stronger, go to the gym. Cause like my mom wants to work out, but she doesn't have that motivation. So I want to help her and like give her motivation, but I don't know how to get motivation for myself to help her go to the gym and work out and stuff. Okay. Well, that is definitely a common goal that we have kind of at the beginning of the year, right? Those New Year's resolutions to go back to the gym and stuff. Um, One thing I would um, suggest is you kind of break down what is attain, like an attainable goal for you, right? So right now, an attainable goal is not going to be going to the gym five days a week and working out for an hour, right? If you start from not going to the gym, that's not an attainable goal to have. So you could maybe set a goal of going to the gym one day a week for four weeks, right? Break it down into small little goals. And then you can even break it down even more where you could be like, when I go to the gym for one hour, I'm going to do these three things, right? So it seems very like it's a bite-sized goal. So you're not overwhelmed with it. One of the things that can really affect our motivation is when our goal is too big and we are overwhelmed with just the largeness of it. So if we break down our goals into more bite-sized pieces and they're more attainable, they don't seem so overwhelming. So we're not, we'll have the motivation to try to attempt them, right? So you could, you know, get a calendar and pick a day of the week for the month of March that you want to go to the gym and you go to the gym one day a week for the month of March. And then you move on to April maybe you up it to like two or three days a week, right? So you start with gradual steps as you increase your goals so that, and eventually you might make it to five days a week, right? Because you might get in the habit of it. You might really find your groove. You might really enjoy it. And your motivation will be that you find joy in doing the activity once you become a part of your constant routine. So just starting off with bite-sized pieces to work up to the goal it is that you want to achieve. I like that idea. Okay. Little goals for the big ones. Mm -hmm. Do you have a follow-up, Brianna? Is reward important in motivation? So that is a question that I actually thought a lot about for my answer. And I would say that yes, reward is important, but What is also important is to figure out what your definition of reward is, right? So everyone has a different different definition for reward. Like, um, Like Cameron, what would you say your definition of a reward is? I would say my biggest reward is either like once I finish an assignment, like a big assignment for school, taking myself out to Dutch Bros or Starbucks because I can't think of anything better. And those are two of my favorite things. Right. So, so being rewarded with your favorite things, that is uh, a good reward that motivates you. Brianna, what is something, what's a reward that motivates you? Um, a reward that motivates me is probably like, I don't, I don't really know. I, like, <laughs> I think like for like rainbow, 
if it's like rainbow and like going to like um OVs or receptions or like grand assemblies probably the reward is like seeing my friends or like making new friends and like just having that fun connection with them and that's like my reward because I haven't seen people because there's people like from up north that I know all the way down south so it's kind of fun to see them so your rewards are like social connections like you both just described there's a what am I saying there's a big difference thank you there's a wide variety that's what I was trying to say okay (laughs) so make it like you both just described, there's a wide variety to defining what a reward can be. It can be taking a break. It can be a trip that you work towards. It can be a movie night at the end of the week where you can fully enjoy it because you don't have the thoughts of that paper you have to write still in the back of your head. Um, you can basically find a reward in anything. Um, even It can even be accomplishing the, the activity you were looking for motivation to accomplish, right? You're like, I finally was able to do, to achieve this goal that I've been trying to find the motivation to achieve. That sense of accomplishment can be a reward. So again, rewards are really important, but just to be aware of what we are defining our rewards as. And um, it can also be beneficial to find unique rewards in just the kind of positive, natural, and logical consequences that come from having completed our daily activities as well. All right, Cameron, I think you have our last question. Yes, I do. What do you do when you can't find motivation and you're up against a deadline? So this is um, a complicated question as well because it has a lot of factors that kind of mesh together to create this kind of scenario right so one of my biggest motivators has always been um to look at the natural and logical consequences of my actions so when it came to anything academic right? And natural and logical consequence of not studying for that exam would be not getting a good grade. Um, The natural and logical consequence of not writing that paper would be having an incomplete assignment, which would affect my grade. So in Rainbow, a natural and logical consequence of not doing my memory work was having to be prompted in front of everybody, right? Just natural, those natural, logical consequences were my big motivators um, and are still my big motivators my big motivators today um, however I do know that sometimes when we are realizing we have a lack of motivation to accomplish something it can be because we're feeling overwhelmed and we can't simply fathom how we're going to get to everything that we have to do to complete this big task or complete this big assignment so my suggestion with this is getting in the ha- getting in the habit of planning and using your time management skills. Um, this is one of my favorite lessons that is taught in the Beyond the Line book for Rainbow. Um, both of you have gone up the line in Rainbow. Yes. 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 Did you both use the Beyond the Line book? Yes. No. They did not have it when I started the line. Oh, okay. So Cam, that makes sense for you because you're a little bit older. Brianna, is Brianna too, so. did you use the Beyond the Line book? 
I did. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I, as an advisory board member, we utilize that when we work with our line officers and the skill that Hope is learning while she is planning her fundraisers and all of that fun stuff is time management. And, and that Hope, is Hope is one of our line officers for those listening that aren't familiar with Rainbow yet. Those are the girls working their way up to lead the organization for their assembly for a term. Yeah, sorry, institutional blinders on. That's okay. Um, That's my job. Uh, so yes, time management is your friend. Um, if you're in high school, undergrad, or grad school, you usually get some form of syllabus with due dates to big projects. Start using those planning skills that Rainbow has helped you learn and figure out what you need to do um, in order to complete that big assignment, right? Break it down into those small steps, just like we did with your goal of, of um, wanting to go to the gym, right? Break it down into tiny, bite sized, achievable steps that you can easily or more easily achieve. You can use a written calendar, a Google calendar, a phone calendar, whatever form works for you. I literally have like a notebook that I use for my work. And I just, uh, every day it's a new page and I write the date and I put, you know, what it is I have to accomplish for that day, but also what my little steps are for big projects that are due weeks later on so that I know what it is I have to accomplish. And Rainbow definitely helped with a lot of that organization and thinking in that mind frame of planning ahead and being accountable for my time. Is there anything else you wanted to um, let the girls know? Oh, yes. Um, so of course, if you are finding that you are having very low energy and just very low motivation to do some of these suggestions that we've talked about during our talk today. It might be a good idea for you to reach out to your parents, to your general practitioner, or seek out some counseling or therapy in order to better help you with your individual needs, because there might be something else going on biologically or just a little bit more in depth that you need some outside help to help you address for some of these questions. Very good ideas. Well, thank you, Cameron and Brianna, for hosting our first podcast. The members of our public relations team have worked hard to find our topics and come up with our questions. And thank you, Maria, for being such a gracious guest. I think we've learned a lot about motivation today and some really neat tips and tricks to take on our uh, way as we go forward with dealing with life. Well, I just want to say thank you to all of you for having me as a guest on this first episode of Let's Talk About Leadership, Sisterhood, and Service. And I can't wait to see what upcoming topics you have to share with us. Now, as promised, a little bit about California Rainbow. The International Order of Rainbow for Girls was founded in 1922 and is a Masonic Youth Service Organization for young women ages 11 to 20. In California, there are approximately 60 assemblies in which these young leaders learn the importance of serving others and gain lifelong sisters. If you would like to know more, please visit www.gocarainbow.org. Thank you for joining us today, and we'll see you next time on Let's Talk About Leadership, Sisterhood, and Service. This has been a production of the California Rainbow Public Relations Team. Thank you for joining us.